I'm so glad you're here today. Uh, where's all the children? Where's all the children? There's all children. All the children are here with us. Amen. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, hey guys. Did you guys like the play? Yeah, it was good, huh? It was good. Yeah, and, and next service, it'll be in Spanish. Can't wait to see that, huh? It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And so get up for them as they walk by one more time. So children, I have a, I have a, a quick message, and I figured if, um, if children can get this message, then adults certainly can. You know, the Bible says we need to be like children to enter in the kingdom of heaven. You know, that means to keep a simple heart, to keep a, you know, just, just the attitude of a child. You know, and one of the things that is uh, a very, very strong characteristic of children is that they, are, uh, they believe easily, right? They, you've heard the phrase said, childlike faith, Right? And, and the opposite of that would be uh, somebody who's really um, skeptical, right? Who doesn't really believe anything. And yes, I get it. There's things in the world that are just, you know, they've hurt us. They've cheated us. You know, we can't really trust it. But the problem with, you know, getting hurt and not dealing with that kind of stuff is that we end up treating our Savior the same way and we stop believing Him and taking Him at His word, you know, how, which is how we should, you know. If anybody is worthy to be trusted and to, be, to put our full faith onto is Jesus, right? And, you know, everything at Christmas is just telling His story. It's telling the gospel. It's telling us the good news. You know, the, we needed a Savior. People, humanity needed a Savior, right? You know, everybody sinned. Nobody's perfect. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. You know, so we needed a Savior. And, and Christmas is the story of God uh, and Jesus and the Holy Spirit having a meeting and deciding, hey, we're going to send Jesus to be the perfect sacrifice so that men uh, can be in relationship with us again and, 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 and that their sin will no longer separate us and so that nothing can come in between us. And so that's what Christmas is about. It's the beginning of the life of Jesus, of the gift of God to us, right? Which then continues on to Easter, right? And 33 years later, he, he dies on a cross and rises again on the third day, right? And you weren't there for all this, Right? You weren't there for all of this. So it, it requires faith. It requires childlike faith to say, you know what? Yes, I believe that God is so good. And John 3.16 says that he sent his only begotten son, right? Because of love. That whosoever believes in him will not perish and have everlasting life. And it says he did not send Jesus to condemn the world. But he sent, to, he sent him to save the world. He, he sent Jesus to save us. So it's our gift. See, every religion in the world is about what you have to do and have to do and have to do and maybe be good enough to maybe earn heaven. But Christianity is not about a religion. It's about Jesus. It's about receiving the gift of Jesus and voluntarily choosing to walk with him. Right? We said... Two weeks ago, my wife talked, you know, we've been talking about Jesus all, all month long, just like, you know, his life and, and how he came to experience everything that we experience. Everything you've experienced, if you've ever said, oh, God never knew this stuff or God never experienced, that's not true. The Bible says that Jesus experienced everything we experienced. He suffered everything we suffered. Like he, he, he experienced abandonment. He experienced betrayal. He experienced, you know, uh, all these kind of things that you and I experience in different levels. So that he could relate to us. 
And so he did that. And then we talked about Jesus being the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only way. And, and it's, it only takes time for anybody to find out, oh, I was on the wrong way. Because he is the only way. And we can't separate the way from Jesus. He is the way because he wants to walk with us in this life. You know, religion says go and do all these things and do, 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 do all this stuff too. And, you know, and then we'll qualify you later. We'll, we'll grade you later. But Jesus says, no, let's do this together. I want to walk with you because I am the way, the person of the way, the only true way is him. Amen. And he wants to do life with us. See, because he already did everything he needed to do to get close to us. Now the ball is on our court. Do we respond and we receive and we say thank you for the gift. And yes, I want to walk a life with you. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. Because he's also the truth, right? And the truth sets us free. And it's always setting us free. The more truth you discover, the more freedom you experience. Right? And who is the truth? Jesus is the truth. It's his word. It's in the Bible, right? The more we get to know him, the more we experience his will. How do we know his will? One of the ways to know his will is knowing his names. You know, and if you know his name, you know that that's not just like, uh, you know, parents nowadays, they're like picking out now. Now, what's the new, what's the, what's the most popular names today? You know, Jennifer, no, that was like, you know, 90s, you know, and Jessica, no, you know, and nowadays it's like, it's so weird how people choose names, right? But the names of God aren't like they pick the names of God. It's who he is. They describe who he is, his nature, his character, and his will for us. Right? So Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, it says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will, be, will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So that means that he's all of those things. He wants to be all of those things to us. He wants to be our Wonderful Counselor. Right? He is Mighty God. He is the perfect father, our everlasting father. So no matter what kind of father you had here on earth, Jesus is, you know, that picture for us. He was that picture for his disciples. We have a heavenly father who is a perfect father. And he wants us to be in relationship with him. He wants to tell us who we are. He wants to tell us what he created us for. But many times we want to just choose our ways because we're not so sure that we trust his ways for us. And then it says, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He's the Prince of Peace. How many times people, that's the one thing they want. That's the one thing they're looking for. Right? They're dealing with anxiety and depression and you know, suicidal thoughts. And they're dealing with all kinds of things. You know, and they don't have peace. Peace is the one thing they want. All you need to do is invite the Prince of Peace to your home. Invite the Prince of Peace to live in you. Walk with the Prince of Peace. And what are you going to experience every day? regardless of external circumstances, is peace. Because peace starts coming from the inside, not from whatever's happening out on the outside. We live in a crazy world, right? Crazy world. But how do you keep your peace if you live in a crazy world? Well, it has to come from the inside. And that's why Jesus said, you know, I'll come and I'll live with you and I'll make you my home, right? And so when you walk with him every day, you experience peace. And guess what? Wherever you go, you can also release that peace. 
And so when you go to work, you know, if work has been kind of crazy, you can believe that you carry peace with you. If you go to school, you carry peace wherever you go because the Prince of Peace lives in you. And see, God sent Jesus, you know, to die for us so that then he could live in us, but not also, not just in us, but he wants to live through us. And that's, and that's the thing that many people don't understand is he lives in us so that he can live through us. He is peace in us so that we can release peace around us. He's everlasting joy. He is healing. He's all these things so that we can be all these things to people. And last week I ended up with saying this. When, when, Jesus, um, when Jesus came for us, you know, it, he gives us the purpose. And the purpose is that at the end of our life, there's only two things that are going to matter. It's if you knew him and if you made him known. That's it. It all boils down to those two things. Did you know God? Because it was an open invitation for everybody. You didn't have to earn it. All you had to do was have childlike faith and believe it. And that's it. It's that good. He's the only thing in this world that is too good to be true and is true. Right? Because people think like, well, that grace message, that's just, it's too good to be true. There's no way it's that easy. It's the only thing in the world. He paid the highest price. And all we need to do is trust and receive that gift. See, he says, you first belong, right? When, when in, uh, in John, it tells us that he gave us the power to become sons and daughters of God, right? And so when we let him come into our life, right, and we make him our Lord and Savior, we become his children automatically. Like you were born again. You're born again. You're, you don't have to earn it. You were born just like you were born in the family you were born, whether you like it or not. The same way. When you're born again, you're a child of God. You don't have to earn it. How did you become a child of God? Just by believing. It's so easy. He made it so simple. He paid the highest price. We just believe, receive, we become his children. What about behaving, you know? That's a fruit of transformation. So when you belong to a family and you start learning his ways, then, then you start behaving differently. See, but the problem is religion has put so many rules and said, no, you behave, and you behave, and you behave, and maybe, 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 if you behave really good, then you can go to heaven. But that's not the message of Jesus. That's not the good news. He is our gift. And so today, I, you know, I had a lot of scripture to read, but I really feel like this is, you know, they told us the whole story. So, yeah. like, we know it, you know. We've, we've heard it from Mary's perspective before. We've heard from Joseph's perspective. Now we got to hear it from the animal's perspective, you know. <laughs> and you know what's so amazing is, like, like they worship God. Cre the Bible tells us creation worships God. I mean, have you looked at our sunrises and our sunsets here in, in Arizona? Like, they're worshiping God, you know. And so creation worships God, and, and so were the animals worshiping God, you know. And, uh, you know, the Bible tells us that if, if we don't worship God, the rocks will worship God. Well, I don't want no rock singing instead of me. And so this morning, I, I just want to make an invitation, you know, for anybody who's never received this gift of Jesus. 
You know, that, that today you'd say, I'm going to have childlike faith. I'm just simply going to believe, see what happens, you know. And that you'd believe, like, he came in the form of man. God surrendered all his divine uh, power, his deity. He surrendered it all to come and live like man. And then to die, to pay for our sins, go to the cross, and on the third day he rose again. And so today I'm, I wanna, I'm gonna pray and I'm just gonna ask everybody to close their eyes for just a moment, you know, because this is a very personal prayer. It's not, it's not a magical prayer. It's, it's, not, it's not just about saying it. You know, the Bible says that if we believe in our heart, if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus rose from the dead, right, and we invite him in our heart he, he, and we make him Lord of our lives, that he, he forgives us, he cleanses us, with the blood of Jesus. Your past no longer matters. And that's the amazing thing about God is he keeps no record of your wrong. Once, once you become his child, he forgives you. He's forgiven you. He's never going to throw your past back in your face. So it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter. You know, your past will no longer dictate your future and it will no longer dictate your relationship with God. Your relationship with God will only be dependent on what Jesus did on the cross for us. And so if this is your first time, you know, uh, praying this prayer, just believe it in your heart. He came. He was born out of a virgin. He died for me on the cross, and he rose on the third day. And you invite him to be, to be your Lord and Savior. And if you believe that in your heart, you confess it with your mouth, and the Bible says you're saved. It is that simple because it works by faith, not by performance, not by actions, not by what you do good or not do good. And so I'm going to ask everybody to pray this prayer out loud with me. So um, if somebody's praying this for the first time, just say it out loud with your mouth. Say, Dear Jesus, thank you for coming and being born and going through all the things that I go. And um, thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for giving up your life and paying the price I should have paid so I could live the life I don't deserve. I receive your gift today. I ask you to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you keep your eyes closed for just one moment, I want to ask, you know, if this is the first time you pray that prayer, would you just raise your hand right in your place? I'm not going to embarrass you. Thank you. Thank you. You could put your hand down. Anybody else? Wow, this is amazing. So many hands going up in this place. You know, the Bible says if you confess Jesus before men, he'll confess you before the Father. You know, that means you're not ashamed of him. He's not ashamed of you. He's proud of you. Anybody else in this place that prayed that prayer for the first time? Thank you. Thank you. You can put that hand down. Thank you. You can put your hand down. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? He is our gift. Jesus is our gift. It's the, it's the most amazing gift. You know, and if you, if you maybe feel like, yes, you were walking with God, and then you kind of like drifted away and kind of forgot all about him and everything, and, and today you prayed that prayer, and maybe you rededicated your life to Jesus, would you raise your hand also in this place? Thank you for letting me know that. Thank you. Thank you. You can put your hand down. Thank you. Anybody else? Wow, you can you can all look up here. I'm gonna ask the prayer team to come up front, and uh, and we're gonna dismiss here in just a minute. But I want to pray for everybody, and so if you would just stand with me, please. Um, 
We're going to pray a blessing over your Christmas, over your family. And, um, and, and I, want to, uh, I want to invite you to, to come up here. If you pray that prayer for the first time or you rededicated your life to Jesus today, I want to invite you to come up here and just tell one of these guys and, uh, and ask him to pray for you. And if there's anything else you need today, if you need healing in your body, if you need um, a miracle, if you need a miracle in your family, whatever it is, the Bible says that if we pray in agreement, that God hears us and he does it. And there's power in that agreement. So I'm going to ask you to you know, just come up front at the end of service and just have one of these folks pray with you. Um, we see miracles all the time here. God just healed somebody from cancer a, a few weeks ago right here at church. You know? So there's nothing too big for God. You know, there's, there's nothing too difficult, nothing that you've been dealing for too long. You know, that was the whole work of the cross, that he didn't just pay for our sins so that we could have salvation and we could have eternal life. But he also took our infirmity, our sickness, our pain, our poverty, you know, so that we could have abundant life. He came to give us life eternal, but life abundant here on earth. He is the answer. He is the way. Amen. So, Father, I thank you so much. Thank you for your son, Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. And we just ask you right now, Holy Spirit, that you would come and, and minister to people's hearts. I thank you that uh, today there is celebration in heaven for uh, people that have opened their hearts to you here today, God. And we thank you for the work you're doing in every home. We bless everybody's home right now with health, with prosperity, with provision, with favor. We bless their marriages in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for the blood of Jesus that protects us. We thank you for health and strength. We thank you that no weapon formed against us will prosper. We thank you, Father, that the blood of Jesus protects us from sickness and disease and, and anything that could be going on in the world. We say we're protected. And everywhere we go becomes a perfect health zone because with God, nothing is impossible. So we thank you, God, today. And we receive your blessing. We receive your gift. We receive Jesus. We receive his word. And we thank you for blessing us, blessing our homes. Thank you for peace. Thank you for joy. I feel like some people right now, just you just need to receive peace right now. You know, your, your heart's been a little troubled. Your mind's been really, really busy. You know, and God says that if we just give it to him, if we surrender it to him, then he, he takes care of it for us, you know, because it's part of the covenant with ha we have with him. It's part of the, 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 the exchange. See, when we let go of things, he takes them for us, and in return, he gives us something amazing. And so when you give him your worries, when you give him um, your pain, when you give him your offenses, in return, he heals your heart. He gives you peace. He gives you joy. So there's some people here today that just, you just need to receive that peace. And, um, and, uh, and, and I hear some of you are just uh, hearing this voice that says, you're not worthy. You're not qualified. Not yet. You can't receive this. You haven't been good. <laughs> you're on the naughty list. And, and God says to you, you're not on the naughty list. You're, you're my child. And you've been adopted into my family. And you're fully accepted. And you're fully celebrated. And you're fully loved. And there's nothing you can do for me to love you more. And there's nothing you can do that would make me love you less. And so... This morning, just receive that and receive that peace if that is you. It's a peace that goes beyond circumstances right now. Hmm, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.